0: You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Lauren, I cannot believe I have always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to go to a fashion show. I have always wanted to just sit next to the, you know, giant runway and see people come out and model clothing and, So I am super jazzed, right? We're going to talk about apparel and merchandising and just all of that. The whole are we going to Paris? Like, what are we doing today?
1: (laughs) Yeah, really, how it pertains to branding, fashion, if you
0: will. Okay.
1: But I mean, you know, I guess if you design the coolest merch to sell, you could totally hit the runways with it. So that could still be a dream. Could be. Do it.
0: Could be, that's good. So well, why don't you kick us off? I understand you've got three more doors for us to knock down today.
1: <laughs> I do. So we get a lot of questions about um, like, swag and merch and apparel and so first and foremost i kind of wanted to just define these and then we want to talk through some pointers we have like if you are making these decisions and these purchases because one it's overwhelming (laughs) and two it can either be a brand builder or a brand destroyer quite honestly so yeah just to kind of get us all on the same page when we reference merch which is short for merchandise obviously um we are referring to something that you would create and sell. For example, you have a storefront and maybe you sell cookies or a bakery, but you want to sell some really cool um, coffee mugs, to-go cups, uh, T-shirts, whatever. So those are items that we would quantify as merch. The second category, which we talk about, we'll talk about is promotional items or swag. So these are branded items that you would give away. So like at a trade show or at an event or alongside your delivery, something like that. Um, And then number three is like in-house apparel. So these would be items and or um, things, which could be like a coffee mug pen, whatever too, but branded items that you would give to your employees, your staff, your volunteers. So three categories there and want to kind of offer some tips and thoughts on, on all of them, quite frankly. So I guess let's start with merch. Let's start with things that you're going to sell and some, some tips here. So um, first and foremost, I think the thing that we get the most you know feedback on or question for is the T-shirt. <laughs> That's what I feel like. So, hey, I really, you know, I really want to get some cool t-shirts to sell that, you know, represent our brand, but you know, I really want our logo to be pink. Yeah. Yeah. And my logo is usually red. Yeah. And this is where that conversation we have to kind of pull back a little bit and and discuss. And here's why. So, because you are going to sell it, yes, you want it to be cool and likable and, you know, people to want it. But that does not mean that it's, you know, time to change your logo and that sort of thing just for this one particular t-shirt. That's actually diluting your brand. It's not helping you.
0: Yeah. Not so, making you cooler. Not making exactly. you
1: cooler. Exactly. So if you wanted to create a cool t-shirt, that's fine. Just design a cool t-shirt line. Don't change your logo. If you would like to have your logo maybe on the sleeve or somewhere small imprinted, yeah, that's great idea. fine. The yep. back, like kind of up at the top at the neck, I like, I think that's a cool placement. The bottom, like, I don't know, kind of at the waist is a cool placement, small, or maybe it just has like your website somewhere in the design, or maybe it has like a very small mention of your company name or your business organization. But really, when you're thinking of something like this, the direction is you want to create something cool that goes with your brand, but it does not necessarily have to be logoed. If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, and just to underline it, just so you know, all of us that are naturally blonde out there, like myself, what you're saying is that your design should accompany or complement your brand in some sort, but your brand should stay basically the same, whether it's printed on the sleeve, on the upper, upper neck, whatever that looks like. You can still have a cool design, exactly.
1: but make sure that
0: you underline that it's your brand, not that you've exactly it, so, or maybe
1: you are, let's just say you're a museum and you literally. Create the red dirt clothing line created by so-and-so museum. So then maybe it's just on the tags, you know, like literally now you are Nike and you're creating a cool branded apparel line. So there's some other approaches there if you want to, you know, brand it, but it does not mean, you know, your logo has to be the design and you have to slap it on there. That's because honestly, that's probably not what people want to purchase. They want the cool t-shirt, you know, the commemorative item. That's right. Um but to be a brand builder, you still need to kind of get your mention in there. So I think those are some, and I know that's just t-shirts. There's a million other ways to apply that same thought process, though, from postcards to coffee mugs, to magnets, to whatever your your merch is, tote bags, whatever. Um, but that's kind of the main gist of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of stepping a little bit back if I can for a second away from the branding side, but the logistics side. So most people nowadays buy uh, a lot of merch online and you can offer it online. So that's everything from like you're talking about T-shirts, hoodies, uh, sweatshirts, long sleeves, hats shoes i mean it's all out there mouse pads whatever you want to buy you can you know you can sell it to your um, audience uh and and think about that for a second if you want to get excited about not a lot of people have a giant warehouse to hold that information or that that apparel or that inventory. And two is, uh, you know, think about it, like not everyone wears a size medium. I mean, I wear a size medium, yes. but it cuts, cuts <laughs> me a little bit above my drift line. So you gotta be real careful about how your consumers wear that. Right. And so, uh, a lot of, uh, uh folks use a zero inventory, um, System and I don't, you know, I'm not going to promote one or the other, but you just go online and type in zero inventory for websites or whatever. And basically, you upload or send them your design for each of your pieces that you want to sell. And then they print them on demand or they provide those on demand. And so it does two things. One is it cuts down on your storage, you don't have to have a giant warehouse. Two is the sizing is basically immediate. In other words, someone just orders a large, extra large, medium, small, extra small kids male female whatever and then uh three you know they take care of the fulfillment i mean who wants to live down at ups right and so uh they basically ship it out for you and the next thing you know you know you get a little uh chunk of money in your in your bank account and you know uh, the other people that argue that uh well you know they take a percentage of the of the of the fees or whatever yes and here's why because you normally wouldn't see that. In other words, if if Lauren or Tony or whomever went out and bought bulk, 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 bulk of apparel, and mm-hmm. then if we put it in a warehouse and it, we sat on it until someone bought it, that's cost, that's money, right? Absolutely. And then we have a shipping cost, we have a printing cost, and then we have people that have to put that stuff in boxes and all of that stuff. That's what you're paying for. And so- without, I'm really going on here, but I think it's really important. If you have a zero inventory company and just say you're selling X t-shirt for say $45, which is a pretty good t-shirt, maybe it should be $35. So $35 (laughs) t-shirt, right? And you're selling that t-shirt and say, you know, somebody purchases it and you get uh, $17 or $16 or even $15 in, in the bank. And you say, wait a minute, I sold that t-shirt for $35. I'm only getting 15 bucks. Well, yeah, the t-shirt cost, everything cost the shipping cost, you know, whatever that looks like. Of course you can recuperate the shipping cost. That's $15 that basically you made while you were asleep. In other words, once you pay for the design cost, that's just going to replicate. So you don't have to do anything except put it on your website and tell people about your website, which, Oh, by the way, you should be doing through social media and other things, which is a totally different, um, Podcast. So I digress, Lauren. That's what I have to say about merchandise.
1: No, and the only thing I will add is that's a super smart system. And there are even like local based companies that offer that. So again, I mean, just Google, but don't think it just has to be outsourced to an online company. There are places definitely in Oklahoma, if that's what you're interested in, I'm sure in other states too, that do that service at a really high quality. So definitely a great idea. Um, let's talk about like promo items and swag then for a second. So kind of the difference here is these are definitely items that you are going to give away and that you want to be strongly branded. And I think our number one thing that we get here questions is like, you know, what should I get? What makes sense? What's unique? What's cool? What's hot? And those are all different questions. Like if you want to hop on the what's hot train, that's one thing. But if you want to get something that is appealing, useful, but fun and different, that also makes sense to your brand, that's the direction that I like to see again. Um, so, I mean, there's a ton of, there's, there's a million options and it is definitely overwhelming. So I think this is something you really need to sit down and think about. And, you know, yeah, there might be the usual items, like you want a notepad or you want a pen or, you know, kind of the quote unquote basics, if you will. But when you're looking for something special, you know, whether that be a really nice hat or you think of something really innovative, like, you know, a colored pencil set because you're a, you know, an art destination, you know, there are things that I think that are definitely more appealing and make sense when you get it and tying it back to the brand. So like if you're on vacation and you pick something up, or if you are at a trade show, and pick something up and then you do take it home later to your office and you're looking at it you're like oh that makes really good sense for that their brand that makes me think of that ex company and those are the things that i like to help people brainstorm is that unique angle that really does make someone remember that swag that they were given
0: yeah uh, i right on i mean you nailed it i I look at three questions, and it aligns with exactly what you said. First of all, does it communicate what you want? Is it aligning with your brand? Two is what's the cost. Remember, this is stuff that you're giving away for free. So, I mean, these are not TVs for everybody. Unless you're Oprah Winfrey, this is not how that works.
1: (laughs) Depends on your budget. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Everybody gets a car, right? And then number three, and probably the most um, mistaken or hidden, but I think is, is it easy to carry? I mean, these are pieces of merchandise or, excuse me, pieces of promo material that you're going to be taking with you someplace, whether that's at a trade show, like you mentioned, or an event or whatever that looks like. Right. Think about that. Be easy on yourself. Like don't just start lugging huge items around if they're, they're not going to get you any traction. So, you know, think about those three things, your communication, the cost associated, and if it's easy to carry to wherever you're going to yes. take it. So,
1: And, or even if it's like sitting at your front desk, and it's like you include a sticker with a sale or whatever it is, but it has to be, you know, like easy to access or easy for someone else to carry even, you know, so think about kind of all the things Um I'm kind of in the same vein, but a little bit different, but I wanted to throw it in here, is when you're creating maybe a PR box or a media kit, these are also some of the same things to think about, but this that would go like above and beyond. But the same principles would apply there. It needs to be unique, splashy, but really well branded. And when the person opens that or gets this piece, obviously it is either promoting in a unique way, this item you're selling or this experience or whatever, But your PR box media kit definitely goes into that swag giveaway category. So that's the same thing you need to think about. Like, is it going to be mailed or delivered? And how will it look? Like, if I'm going to mail something that melts or crumbles or whatever, that's not going to make my brand look great. Um, You know, so there's so many things just to think about. And I could, we could probably do a whole um, episode just on PR boxes and media kits, so I might scratch that down, but I just wanted to kind of throw that into this area because, again, same principles kind of apply there. So yeah,
0: totally, totally true. And the media gets—I mean, I think that is a whole nother um, conversation and candidly, a heated conversation from a couple of things I've picked up lately. So yeah, so I think that'll be that'll be a good one. So uh finally uh we're going to talk about in-house apparel
1: yes so let's yep. talk about like apparel and items so these could range from maybe like a pad folio or a company t-shirt polos jogging suits you know like whatever kind of like apparel <laughs> you're providing your employees mm-hmm. um or other items too like besides the portfolio like pens you know branded notepads name tags like anything like that. So these are items that you are um, creating and then giving to your employees. So this is not like a fun recognition. These are things that they kind of need to do business or would make them be presentable to do business. Or maybe it is like a kind of a uniform type thing, or maybe a volunteers, they all need to have the same shirt and hat or a different color or something to be recognized. So on these items, I think the most important thing is if this is going to be something logoed, which in this category, I think it definitely would be, make sure that that logo is executed really nicely. So if you're embroidering, make sure that, you know, you see a sample um, and it, it your logo translates well. If it does not, if it's overly complicated, maybe you need to go to an imprinted option instead of an embroidery. Um, maybe your brand is a little bit more masculine and you go for a hat with like the leather patch that looks kind of branded, you know, like the Yeti hats and stuff. Um, you know, if you choose to do that, just make sure your logo executes well in that instance. Just because the item is cool, we're like that's the, you know, brand image you want to give, make sure that your logo works on these items. Same thing for even a pen. You know, I've seen a lot of pens and smaller items that are imprinted and it's so tiny you can't read it. So what's the yeah. point? <laughs> right. So um, there's just a lot of things there, but definitely on the in-house apparel, really focus on what your brand looks like and make sure that it is, lo- it is, your logo is executed really, really at a high level. Cause you don't want to send everyone out with, you know, a skewed logo on their hat or their back or whatever. So
0: No. And the pin thing is so interesting to me because I have, as you know, I have wrestled with the pin debate for many, many years, and it's an internal, but it's an external. And then what do you put on yeah, it?
1: Everyone and, takes them. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and so like it's just crazy to me. And then you know, like you say, you got to be careful if you have a if you have a logo that's a square or only a, a vertical, and you don't have the opportunity for a horizontal. Think about it. The whole reason why you're paying the extra money to put your logo or message on a pin is so that people can see it or at least pass it on or something. If you can't see it, then just don't do it. And that's right. why I think it's so interesting about, you know, all of that. I would love to see, and maybe I'll have to follow up or something, but I would love to see the ROI based on pins and pin usage. Like, I just feel like that's, you know. That's
1: not existent. That right. is That to me is like a kind of a business if for certain businesses. It's kind of a business basic, like a bank. People expect for the pen to be, in, you know, at the counter. And, you know, when you go through the drive through because everyone forgets a pen, right? That's right. like an expectation, <laughs> like yeah. the sonic mint, like there's no return on that. But like, where's my mint, you know? So I think that that chalks up to, honestly, that's like a business um, office supply expense. This is not a marketing expense. Like, yeah. honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, I, and it's like an office supply type yeah. of thing. But um,
1: it's like a nice gesture, mm-hmm. you know, if you give it to someone. But by no means, I don't think they're making any qualified business decision on if you gave them a pin or not.
0: <laughs> no, right. And I think that, you know, I mean, that's, I don't like, I want to stir the pot here, but I mean, I I think that's really a thought that a lot of businesses don't really take into effect and impact when they're talking about true apparel. I'm not talking about merch or promo items like we're Mm -hmm. talking about, but you're talking, you know, I mean, does that, you know, whatever, $30 polo that everyone gets to wear on Friday, does that really, I mean, does that really help? I mean, what is that? What is your goal? Is it a morale thing? Is it everybody's, you know, up or going uniforms? I get frontline folks. I get totally
1: Yeah, um, like sales, you know, people that are out or like at a trade show, you want to look nice or yeah. if you want to dress like, but yeah. yeah
0: retail i mean something like yeah
1: there are certain instances where it's like kind of a requirement yeah definitely or like you're at a big event and have volunteer shirts or staff shirts because people need to find you whatever like that but
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and that's and i think that's kind of the thing like you know you gotta look at what that you know not everyone gets the shirt and not everyone gets the same shirt and you know i mean you just mentioned something that is excellent for me because it it blurs this distinctive line we're trying to do. Like if you have volunteers and you want to give them a shirt, so they're identified, yeah. realize or think about the fact that those volunteers are going to wear that shirt long after right. they're at the event. Right. And so, you know, you think about what is that marketing opportunity long-term? Yeah. It might say volunteer on the back, but you know, the cost is not that much extra to have a one color shirt. Printed with a cool design, it's still just one color. It doesn't really matter. Right. And so, you know, we're kind of go down this line a little bit, but that's why it's so important to maintain that brand and that branding, because you just never know where these things are going to pop up ever. I yes, mean, so
1: exactly. Or who else might, they might share it or give it to Goodwill or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the other kind of side of that to me, and this is a whole different discussion, but you brought it up was, you know, what's the, point of the employee apparel, if it is not like a requirement. And, you know, sometimes maybe it might be like to ensure they all have, you know, pens when they go out to meetings. So they're never the person not prepared or, you know, whatever it is. But the other side of that, which I think is always an interesting debate is, you know, people who are, um, you know, talking about how to recognize employees and for their hard work and effort and blah, blah, blah. And I know that there's a Big time like divide out there on if branded apparel should be a reward or not. And I think to me, in my opinion, like you were saying, like, should we get a poll and we get to wear it on Friday or something like that? In my opinion, I think it should be an option kind of like, you know, do I want a branded coffee mug or do I want a gift certificate or gift card to a coffee shop or something? You know, like I think you should give people options. And if they choose the apparel, cool. If not, cool. And then the other category is like the things like those business basics. Like, yeah, everyone gets pins, but that's not a reward for your hard work. You know what I mean?
0: Right. That's just a tool that you use at work. I mean, that's... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, I mean, there's such a deep debate. when we talk about uniforms the same way. Like, I mean, you know, if you've got an employee that works five to six days a week and you give them two two uniforms like that that's not gonna you know work either because right. that's, a, that's a that's a business deal yeah. i don't want to get into that but, but no, yeah that's
1: a whole other i was just really uh, talking about like the recognition side because that mm-hmm. does come up in the apparel discussion mm-hmm. you know, right so. right
0: yeah and then you know you gotta think about like oh great well i would have rather had a 50 gift certificate to walmart so i could right. help my kids but I got this cool jacket, you yeah. know, I mean, it's like
1: <laughs> exactly
0: with your stuff all over it. Like it's not yes. even the, you know, Las Vegas Raiders jacket or whatever. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. so anyway, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what, no matter what size you choose, Lauren, this podcast fit perfectly for both of us. I think it was very, very well done.
1: Definitely. Um, yeah. Well, I think that wraps it up. And for the G Factor podcast, I'm Lauren Doherty.
0: And I'm Tony Vans. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.